Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Talk to us about this journey for you to go from this place where you're barely surviving, you're going out, you're living on tithing and donations, life is hard, and you made a shift. What was that journey like? Yeah, absolutely, Michael. Well, you know, it began with the the errant mindset that I was supposed to suffer, right? That it was good for me to continually suffer and scrape by. But then the reality hits you, right? It comes crashing down on your head that you're ultimately limited in so many ways and capacities from reaching more people, you know, because of because of those limitations that you have placed on yourself. So, you know, rescuing you know, the self-rescuing process. And again, nobody can do this for you guys, right? I, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many good mentors and, and leaders and trainers that you have around you, if you are not willing to take the necessary steps to free yourself, if you're not willing to put in the work. And yes, mindset is a huge part of that. So, you know, coming out of that and beginning to to build a legacy was it was just so extraordinary, Michael, because it was, I remember back in the days of doing, you know, the outreach and working with all the nonprofits. And here I am taking donations, living on donations, scraping by to pay the bills. But in my heart, in my heart, I was like, man, I want to get to the place where I host and pay for my own conferences, right? Where I bring in speakers, where I can do this. I mean, it was always in my heart. I'll never forget the first vehicle I gave away. It was uh, this this minivan that I was using for campus outreach when I lived in in, in Carrollton, Georgia. And when we were doing stuff on the campus and university, I drove around this van. I had the big, you know, magnet logo outreach on the side of the minivan. It was a, a cool little white minivan. And it got to a point where I didn't need that anymore. And I was able to give that away to someone who really needed a car who just really needed a vehicle. And no, it wasn't a Porsche. It wasn't a Ferrari, right? It wasn't a Lamborghini, but it was something that made me feel so good inside. And I was just like, you know what? I was born to do this. I was born to be able to give more, to serve more and to do more. And so little things like that, right? That, that were just those pivotal moments in my journey, that recognition that caused a spark and said, okay, you know, if I can give away a minivan, I can give away a lot more than that. And so, you know, again, I think I think there's this aspect of our that goes back to our character, Michael. And ultimately, what are we going to do when we start to have money? 
your your example is perfect, dude, right? Because most people are not prepared for it. We say, well, if I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd give half of it away and, you know, I'd donate to all these remarkable charitable causes. And then we see, right, the reality of human nature and who we are within ultimately will come out. So just like pressure, you know, money, wealth, influence, fame, fortune, whatever it is, is ultimately going to bring out who you already are within. And so I think there's this element to our journey where we are being forged in the fires of adversity and affliction, if you will, that we are embracing the fact that our character is being honed to be a good and faithful steward in the little things. Because if you're not being faithful in the little things, how can you expect yourself to be entrusted with so much more? And I think the universe is watching and looking. And I was just like, you know what? There's this realization that it, it wasn't the right time. I, I think of, you know, early failed investments where um, I took a massive loss, right? There was a, there was an oil and gas investment early, early on. And I went in on it with one of my life coaching clients who was an heir to the Hershey's chocolate family. And it had the potential to do very, very well for, for us. And it did for about a year and a half. And then there was someone involved with the company that got busted for fraud. SEC got involved and boom, all of a sudden overnight, right? It's gone. And I was just reeling, right? I mean, I remember the tears that I shed, the, the heartfelt cries of looking up and going, you know, God, universe, why? Why did this happen, right? And so at that moment, there was again an opportunity in my life. Will I allow fear to dictate me in the future that I'll be afraid to invest, that I'll be afraid to take risks? Or will I recognize this as an opportunity that the universe was trying to teach me something, embrace it and grow from it? And thankfully, I did the second part of that. And so it, it, it cultivated within me this courage to confront and to overcome these fears. And we all have them, right? It's part of human nature, putting yourself out there, right? Just like we did in Dallas and putting it on the line, right? To, to do this, this speaking, to share our story and our message is, is, is not always easy. Like not everybody is born a natural public speaker, but there's those areas in our lives where we each have deep seated and deep rooted fears that we have to confront. And if we don't confront, confront those, I'm convinced we'll continue to go around that mountain and the kind of things that we are believing for will not necessarily manifest in our lives until our character has been forged to that degree. So for me, it was recognizing that each and every failure, if you will, every adversity, every mistake that I made was an opportunity to learn and to grow from it and to be a good steward in being trusted with more things. And so, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm doing that as more abundance is coming in. I'm going, you know, where, where do I want to put this? What do I want to do with it? Um, just getting past that selfish mindset, right? Michael, this was you, you experienced this. You got all this money all of a sudden. I'm going to go out and spend it on myself, right? I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to do that. There's, there's a lot of discipline to be cultivated in there so that when people do start stepping into abundance, they don't blow it and start spending it on themselves.
We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, be unbroken. You don't know until you know, and that means you have to put out the work. And one of the things I, I think about frequently is, you know, we're, we're always on this journey of this trajectory of constantly failing. And I think people don't necessarily wrap their mind around that, that in order to build your dream, you are going to have to fail about 10 bazillion times. And I heard you say something fascinating, man. And I, it stuck with me for a while since I heard you say it. And you were like, your first project should never be your best. And, yeah. and that to me was like, damn, that's so smart, man. What, what does that really mean? Can you break that down for me? Yeah, I try to get, so people are always like worried. Starting is the hardest thing, right? In anything, like starting a podcast, starting, like just turning on that video camera and speaking to it. I mean, we all hit these challenges daily. Like, it's funny. I'm, I'm working on building my YouTube channel because <clears throat> it's one of the only places in the world that you can put up video and you can get paid for it. Like there's like, it's, it's, it's so simple, yet I never really focused on this. And so I'm like, I should, so the guy who's helped me build my YouTube channel was like, hey man, you need to you need to do some clips in front of a camera, like just like sharing some of your like thought leadership and knowledge. I'm like, and I'm like, how do I do that? Like, you know, just even me, I, when I do this stuff all the time, I speak to people, I do podcasts, I do interviews, but it's just out of my comfort zone because I don't do a lot of it. So like, okay, I got to figure that out. So the hardest part is starting. So what I, the reason I, I talk about, you know, I basically say, look, um, I know that you're not sure where to start. And every time uh, I get an email from a new script writer or a, a new photographer or a, a songwriter, typically I get a lot of songs, like people are like, hey, check this out. What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And, and certainly starting early in my career. And I get it. And what I typically they weren't where they needed to be. I mean, that's just most of the world isn't most things are not blockbusters or, or number one hits. Um, and, and that's OK, because the only way to learn how is by doing like progress process will give you progress. You got to keep going. You got to work with people better than you. You got to just do a lot of it. And so my way of inspiring people was like, look, if, if I told you that that song you just sent me or that painting you just sent me or that documentary you just sent me was the best one you ever were going to make, would you be excited or depressed and it takes him a second to think about it because like first of all like oh, i'm excited that's good. like but no is that the last one you ever want to do or do you want to get do you intend to refine this craft and get better and inevitably the answer is like no no this is i'm just starting out and so exactly so let me give you feedback of don't worry about it you're only going to get better from here your first one is going to suck and let's just keep moving and just focus on, on constant improvement and continually getting better so that's sort of why i i I, I started talking about that concept of like making people think about like, hey, if the thing you just sent me was the best you were ever going to do, you're never going to do better than that in your life. Would you be depressed or happy? And it, it reframes people thinking about, oh, 
this is a journey. I do have to start. I'm not going to be offended if I have room to grow. And so that's really sort of where that concept came from. I ask a lot of people this question. How are you speaking to yourself? What was your internal dialogue like before and after that moment? Before it was victim, like not, not enoughness, not good enoughness, scarcity, no hope for a brighter future. Just a lot of negative self-talk, a lot of limiting beliefs. And I still have my limiting beliefs and I always admit that. I think it's important to be honest about that. Um, not a bright future, very little hope. Now it's interesting, Michael, because it's like in a weird way, I know that I'll be as successful as I want eventually. And that's just a strange existence for me. It feels like I'm breathing thin air more often than not. But now my self-talk, I guess the best way to put it, before I had a very, very fixed mindset. And now my growth mindset is the thing that I lean on more often than not. Um, I was on a call yesterday with a potential client. You know, we're talking twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, and it didn't go the way I wanted it to. I got off the call and reflected and talked to Alan and I talked to my girlfriend, and it was with the growth mindset of what can I learn from this? What is the lesson here? How can I take this into the future with me? Back in the day, it was if something goes wrong today, life is terrible, and I have no way of recovering from that. So I think it's just giving me this this level of certainty that it might not seem like it's okay. it might seem like everything's crashing but you have the ability to change the future to change your own future to change your trajectory because you worked so hard on yourself back then i had never read a book other than in school but you know i only read what they forced me to i didn't know anything about self improvement I didn't know we were malleable as human beings and we could change our thoughts. I didn't understand the power of learning. So I don't think I had enough life experience to shift my thinking. And then like after a rock bottom moment, it's almost like in a weird way, the stuff that you go through on the way down to rock bottom is the same stuff that allows you to climb up from it. Now, if I took my life, obviously that wouldn't be the case and I'm, I'm gratefully here, but I think the stuff I felt on the way down is the same stuff I was capable of using to crawl out of that. I think that's why rock bottom can really multiply your journey. Rock bottom can put gasoline in your tank that you might not have otherwise. And yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting place to go for sure. Yeah. And, and I love that you said that. And you, you brought up this idea about turning to education. You know, recently um, I had John Lee Dumas on this show and he was talking about the idea that when he was at his rock bottom, a guy who's built a multi, multi-million dollar business, who has probably arguably the number one business podcast on planet earth, who all of these things he has in common, the same thing as people I've brought on the show, like Jordan Harbinger, people I've brought on the show, like you or Alan, or name anyone who's been on here, where we have all turned to education as this source, as this mm. flame for creating the massive change for what's next in our life. And for me, it was when I looked and I turned towards personal development, here's what's really funny, man. I used to make fun of personal development. Same. Who the 
fuck do those guys think jumping up and down, are you out of your mind now i will say this you see me at a conference i'm gonna tell you right now kevin i'm not jumping up and down not my vibe <laughs> but i will be there with a notebook what do you think why did that shift for you like was it for me it felt like fucking desperation i was like i don't know what else to do right mm -hmm. what what was it the shift because i know someone listening right now is in this position where they have ordered the book or they they're late listen to the podcast and they just they cannot quite wrap their head around why personal development is actually so important yeah it's a great it's a great point um my favorite quote the biggest difference between the person you are and the person you want to be is your habits the reason you have the results in your life is because you either don't know enough to do something different or you're not doing what you know you should be. And for me, Michael, it was simple. I remember this, like this is very, very, you know, singed in my mind. I would see somebody drive by me in a Corvette or a Mercedes or a really nice truck. And my natural reaction was always to say, it must be nice. It must be nice. It must be nice. And I think I realized very quickly that like they are just doing something different than I am. They're just running a different algorithm. They're just playing a different game. They didn't get, and maybe they did get lucky, but they're doing something. So it's easy to say it must be nice, but what if I get curious about how they got it? That for me was a very empowering thing of, I never felt like I knew enough in any regard. Like that's my kryptonite is lack of enoughness always. And it still is. We're interviewing amazing people like you. And it's like, am I good enough to be in this room? That's something I still struggle with 700 episodes, you know, a multi six figure business from our podcast. I still struggle with that, but I had to get curious about what are people actually doing to get the results? Because what I thought was going to work for me didn't. So I either do what I just did and expect a different result or I go get some more information. And I'm the same as you. I remember thinking Tony Robbins was a cult leader. I said that to Alan. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to read this book. Like I just have to feel good and things will happen. Cause that was my, that was the story I was telling myself, like self-improvement. What do you mean? Like, how is that going to make me more money? Then when I started listening, I started to hear these commonalities. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show. But I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. And it was like interesting. So that's what these people did. Okay. And then I started to see more patterns. And for me, it was going from the victim of it must be nice, the scarcity of it must be nice to the abundance of like, well, let me ask this person how they actually did it. And then take those lessons. Books are like the, the wildest thing in the world. It's any, you know, it could be somebody's year. It could be somebody's life. And it's a three to six hour read. And you can take somebody's entire existence, all of their lessons, all of their experiences into yourself, figure out what works for you and then kick the rest. But like, it's such an interesting thing. It's such an interesting opportunity that you can read a book and encapsulate somebody's entire life and then use that 
for your own good. You know, it's, I didn't go to college, so learning wasn't valuable to me. I think that's the thing at the end of the day, Michael. I wasn't, I didn't value intelligence. I didn't value knowledge. I didn't value education. When I realized that what I was doing wasn't working and I wasn't getting what I valued, I realized it was probably time to look elsewhere. And that's what I did. Yeah, that's so interesting because I, I did value education, but I valued it for being right. Mm. And that's dangerous, right? Yeah. And and so here's what's really interesting. As a child, I spent, and I, I say this jokingly, but I spent the majority of my childhood in the library because they had air conditioning. Mm -hmm. And we we were in poverty. We didn't have air conditioning. Like we were fucking dirt poor. And so I would be in the library reading all of these books, mainly nonfiction, maybe mainly biographical sports books, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I read about Jeff Gordon and Reggie Miller and Troy Aikman. And I would be like, okay, this is really interesting. Like these guys have done these things, but then it would always be followed up by like, that'll never be me. Right now, a lot of that comes from our parents. That's enmeshment, that's grooming, that's trauma, that's abuse. That's, I mean, a teacher could say something to you in third grade that ruined your fucking life. Like, let's mm -hmm. keep it real because we're in our developmental years. And then I started thinking about an education like this. Right. I didn't graduate high school on time. They literally just handed me the diploma. I never went to college, but what skills can I learn? What skills can I learn that I'm interested in learning? If you were like, hey, man, I want, to, I want you to take this course on like advanced algebra, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'll put zero effort into it. But then when you start moving towards the things that you're curious about, it's incredible how deep you will go in trying to understand them. Yeah. What do you think in your journey has been the most surprising thing that you've been able to prove yourself right on? Oh my goodness. Uh, I would say my ability to build a business. Uh, you're a podcaster, you know, it's like the ch the odds of making money as a podcaster are very small. Like we're talking minuscule percentages and we've built a multi six figure business. And it's like, it blows my mind because I never thought that was possible. That, and I would say speaking, it's, it's interesting because I didn't have the self-belief to start speaking, but when I did it, I just never stopped. So in a weird way, I just have way more reps than other people, you know, between being on other shows and our show and speeches, like I have a thousand reps of speaking. That's the only reason I'm even remotely decent at it. So in a weird way, I didn't even believe I could do what I'm doing today. But for me, I force myself to learn what's necessary for the result. And I think that level of self-awareness is important. Like, I don't know a lot about cars. I don't know a lot about cooking. I don't know a lot about design. I know very little about things outside of my genius zone. I learned what I thought would get me the results that I wanted. And when I didn't get the result I wanted, I went back and said, okay, why didn't I? How do I learn that? I learned sales because I was broke. Like, couldn't afford Christmas presents for my girlfriend broke. So if I didn't learn sales... I was going to feel like I was letting her down. I learned leadership because we had a team. So a lot of my learning has been show up, take messy action, get sometimes a messy result, go learn, clean up, go learn what you need to know, go learn what would have helped you avoid this problem in the first place. 
But I also think it comes back to like, what result do you actually want? For me, it's just podcasting, speaking, coaching, and consulting, and then having an amazing relationship and family. So I do believe that's one of the things, Michael, is like the level of clarity you have for what you want in your future is going to determine the level of work ethic, the level of specificity, the level of all of that, the level of humility. That's another thing I'll say. And you've said this a couple of times throughout this when you're talking about mentorship and and being willing to ask. One of the things that I really try to practice is radical, radical, radical humility of like, I am blessed to have amazing mentors. I'm blessed to have a great business partner. I'm blessed to have an amazing partner in my life. I'm blessed to have an amazing community and a team and friends. And I think that I don't ever want to let myself forget that because I believe the level of self-awareness that I have associated with the level of current and future success is important. So I don't forget what it was like to not have it. And I just think that's being real with myself of, look, I am blessed to be where I am. And I owe a lot to a lot of people. I, that helps me with that level of, I have to keep learning. Like that's, I, that's what I did to get here. Was there something like in this process in which you were reflecting on the past where you had to shift your identity and your beliefs about who you are? Yes. It was a huge turning point for me after graduating from college. That was my main goal to get through school, graduate from college. I went from uh, Towson University here in Maryland all the way back to home in New Jersey. I got a dog in college and needless to say, I got it for the I got my dog for the wrong reasons. Uh, instead of and I have to take this take, take care of a dog all by myself back in New Jersey, living by myself and working. And since I went through a terrible breakup right before I graduated, I was in a bad spot, a very depressed state. And when I look back on this, I realize you know, why I had to go through that. I feel like everything does happen for a reason. But I was so broken to the point where I was crying on my floor alone, not knowing what I wanted to do, working a job that I just didn't like at all, saying, okay. I keep having these thoughts and going down these mental patterns and how I think about myself. I can either in that moment on the floor, I remember, and this was after months and months of the same thing. It was this one moment. I said, I can either flip to the next chapter of my book or throw this one out and write a whole new one. And that was a powerful moment for me because I started to become open in that, in that part of my life to, listening to a positive podcast, listening to or reading books. And, and I started doing that slowly. I started to see, cause I did that right away. I started to see a week after that life doesn't have to be the way I, I, I thought, I think it does. I, I don't have to be my past. I don't have to be this identity of who, who I am because I realized, like you said, I, from all that bullying, I, put up this wall I put up this shell and I just became essentially a robot I didn't have emotionally intelligent conversations with people I was never vulnerable I was just always like okay I have two friends that's great and I'm moving forward I'm just going to keep going I don't trust people I, I don't want to be vulnerable with people because every time that I tried to either I'd get bullied or the 
friend I would tell would tell everybody else. And then I'd be hearing from that from other people in school. I didn't want to be open with people. I closed off from a social kid to an antisocial kid. My identity completely flipped. My personality flipped during that time period between 12 and 22. However, I did realize in this moment alone, crying on the floor that something told me I didn't have to be that identity anymore. I mean, the past is going to be in the back seat, but they don't have to drive the car, right? You can drive where you want to go. You can be who you want to be. And when I realized that is when I started to make those changes and doing meditation, stretching, reading, and implementing things into my life that'll help me move in the right direction. And all those things helped tremendously. When, when you were in that, I think that we're often faced with what I'll call this juxtaposition of self in which you have the ability to create massive change in your life in the way that you have, or you have the ability to stay exactly where you are. And, and in that about was what were some of the first started to take? Cause I, I think what happens is, and this was my experience. You kind of have this idea, this notion in the back of your head, you sit with it for a bit, you go, okay, wait, maybe I don't actually have to be my past, but often we get trapped and we get stuck there because we don't step into what's next. What was, what was really the catalyst that maybe it's mindset, maybe it's action. I'm not sure for you, but what was really the catalyst that helped you actually step into what would ultimately become the change that you made in your life? It was a step-by-step process for me. I knew in that moment that I'd have to take it literally hour by hour, day by day. If I wanted to, to see change, like I couldn't focus on a week or a year, even a day was a lot. I started to, the first thing I did, actually, the first thing I did was, I think that morning I put, I haven't ran in years. I put my running shoes on and ran two miles. I didn't even know I could run two miles. And on that run, I remember feeling exhausted and at the same time feeling free, feeling like, wow, I just did something I didn't think I could do in the spur of the moment after making a decision that I wanted to make a change in my life. That's what I started to see how malleable and, and plastic we are and how we can make changes in our life by, by a decision. Right. And then I started running every, every single day and it wasn't two miles. It was pretty, I think I did like a mile. And also I started waking up early and making sure that I was up and, and ran that and ran. That was the first thing I did now that I, I think about it. I haven't even thought about that a long time. We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, be unbroken. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. 
Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.